this is the hardest thing for me to talk about. Who wants to tell someone that? <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Pack Chat. Happy Hump Day, because that is a new saying now, and we're just going to stick with it. You're still doing that, eh? It's coming back. You look great. I was told I can't wear these glasses, <laughs> but here I am. You found those where? Joshua Tree. In a vintage store. Vibe. They spoke to you, eh? Yep. Haven't taken them off. How could you? <laughs> this week, we are talking about... Our biggest confessions. Yeah. And how I was a bad, bad teenager. We are both bad. Capital Ar- B-A-D. Arrested. All caps. No one was arrested. I could have been. My mom came to the rescue. <laughs> Thanks, momager. <laughs> Literally. If she didn't care, I would have been taken. Taken? Of course. To jail? Yeah. No I got way. Charged. They would take you to jail? If someone doesn't come get you, how what are, what are you gonna do? Wow, that's scary. If you don't have parents that care. I've never been in that position. Here we are. Let's get right into it because this is a fun episode. Your confession or my confession first? Let's start with yours. Jasmine could have been an ass car driver. What can I say? She was an absolute speed demon. What is that thing called? Tell us the story. Formula One, watch out. I'm coming for (laughs) you. The story starts when I was, I don't know how old, but it was last year of high school. And I had my license. I was one of the only ones that had their license and a car. Betty, the Ford Focus, great car. Had a nice cigarette burn right on the chair from the person before me that I bought her from. She was a vibe. I love her. I rear-ended her, but that's not this story, but I'll probably tell you that story too because it's quite funny. I rear-ended her. (laughs) It just sounds so bizarre. I've never heard anyone talk about their car the way you do. I guess I didn't rear-end her. I front-ended her, but I rear-ended. Okay, you got in an accident? (laughs) Before, ahead of me. Okay, but back on track to the right story. So... My friend was all the way in Bellewert, which is about 45 minutes away from my hometown. <laughs> Bellewert. No one in the world is going to know where that is because <laughs> I don't even know where that is. And we're from the same hometown. Okay, Jasmine is the type of person, she's telling you a story, you know, first and last name basis always. Remember when we were at Pratt and I was like, hey, Jen, and she's like, you know my last name? Doesn't remembers everyone's last names. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I've never met anyone like you who does that. They're vibe. Last names are cool. You I know? like it. Okay, back on track. So they were like 45 minutes away and their parents wouldn't come get them. They were like, no, we're absolutely not coming. Yada, yada, yada. Like, and like, that's unfair to do to the friend's parents they're at. Like they were going out and they just leave their kids stranded. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Like, what, what is he going to do? So... At that time, I was Facebook messaging, or was it MSN? Okay, I was Facebook messaging, yeah. messaging them. Pretty close to MSN. Pretty close to MSN days, for mm-hmm. sure. Not far off. I enjoyed those days. And I was like, I will definitely come get you. Like, no worries, blah, blah, blah. So I'm on my way to get my friend. Let's just use Timothy for the lack of names. I'm on my way to get Timothy. And I pick Timothy up. And I'm with my partner at the time and we're just having a heyday in the vehicle. Like we're just singing, dancing, having a good time, just talking about life. Nothing really. And then so this is a casual pen, a casual friend pickup. Literally helping out my friend because his parents wouldn't pick him up. 
like, okay, let's go. So and then suddenly we're driving down the highway and literally Timothy is like on his phone being like, oh, did you hear about this person that just got their car impounded? And we're like, that's so bad. Like, that's so scary. Like a kid at our school just got a racing uh, ticket and we were literally talking about this like as I'm driving about car impoundment and about just getting your car impounded, about racing, stunt driving, all like everything that's so bad when you get like so bad so bad (laughs) well it's just it's a headache also it's like against the law so it is bad right it's very bad (laughs) yeah i know my lawyer told me that it's bad right (laughs) yeah well it's not good and i'm not proud of it but which is why no one knows the story but it taught me a lot hence why i drive like a grandma now anyways you do and you get annoyed but there's a reason behind that. I learned my lesson. It's all or nothing, eh? So because you go a whole lot of nothing on the road <laughs> these days. So we're just, we're literally talking about car impoundment, and all of a sudden sirens. I'm like, what? Why me? And then I looked at my speedometer, and I was going 153 in an 80, a back road. That's bad. So bad. I had no idea. We were just having a grand time talking about things, chilling. I've caught myself going a buck 40. That might be a Canadian way of saying. A buck 40 out here (laughs) in the woods. 140 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Well, for the Americans. What is miles per hour? Quick Google. Got a quick Google. Yeah, you have to quick Google Because this means nothing if you don't know kilometers. Okay, so 153 kilometers an hour in miles is 95 miles per hour. 95 miles. Can you do what an 80 zone should be? 49. So you were going 95 in a 49. Miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's wildly fast. And I had no idea. And we're talking about car impoundment and going to court and everything that comes along. And that with it. literally happened to you moments later. Boom. Lights were on. Anyways. Spooky. The cop pulled me over and I was like, obviously I didn't admit. I think that's the first thing you learn in driving school. Don't admit to anything. But I was like, I am screwed. Driving school. I should not. <laughs> Driving school, yeah. You have to go to it. <laughs> what happened? What was the big number? What was the big ticket? What was the next? Racing. I was a ra- considered. You were a race. Stunt. Stunt no, driver? stunt is under racing. I was racing. You were a racer. Racing. Like it's, it's stunt driving is what I got it dropped to. That is so bad. What did you do? I would be crying, shaking. What do you think I did? I don't know. What is my first emotion? <gasps> You're a Scorpio. I was mad. Mad. Like it was not- It wasn't me. <laughs> I know you so well. <laughs> I was shaking though, like when it first happened. Also, it was my first time ever getting pulled over. I had no idea like what they wanted, all the documents. I was just like- you're so stressed and like overwhelmed that you forget that you put everything in your glove box, which you need to get. You're like, just panic, full panic. Isn't it like, funny how you have all of these important documents, you have them in line, you know where they are, but the second you need them, it's like full blown panic. Like as if panic. they're not going to be there or something. Yeah. And you have no idea what they're asking for when it's mm-hmm. literally like three documents. It's so stressful. I know. But like the panic comes up and then you just choke and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. It was, it was bad. You were young, 17. I was 17. I made it. Maybe even 16. I would be spooked. That's right after you get your license too. You were freshy. Yeah, it was my first time getting pulled over. Anyway. And you were a racer. <laughs> Imagine that's your yeah. story getting pulled over. Like I didn't just run a stop sign or like, I don't know, go down a one way street. Yeah, I failed to yield. <laughs> my first ticket. Yeah, like something so simple. No, I was racing. Like 
So obviously when you start racing or when you are finished racing, <laughs> the cop takes your keys, takes your license, takes everything. Your ca- ca- car, your car is now in, they're taking your car into impoundment. So a tow truck comes up, they tow your car there. You got to pay for that tow. Yeah. So tows are cheap. No picture. Little Jasmine. 17 or 16, I don't really know what month it happened in anymore. I was very young, working at McDonald's. My biggest paycheck was $200 at the time. And like that tow truck was over $200. I was screwed. And like, obviously my mom can't help me. Like she has her own bills to pay. She's raising two kids. There's no way she's going to pay for my racing tickets. No. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no way. You got to teach me a lesson. So anyways, my car goes into impoundment for I think 14 days it is. So I'm paying every day 14 days. You can believe me. I was on the app picking up all the shifts at McDonald's. Broward, sign me up. Fries, sign me up. Grill, sign me up for the double shift a day. Like any shift I could take, I was the person. I had to pay for all this. You obviously don't want to get charged with racing or stunt driving. You need to obviously get it dropped and make it better. Or insurance is just going to be through the roof. That would mess you up for life. For at least nine years, right? Until until they drop it. Or six years, I forget what it is. So I was like full panic. I remember having like nightmares, everything. Anyways, a funny story. I'm skipping some parts, but my mom got there. My mom was like, what? But like the mama bear, she is like such a supporter. She knows that like her yelling at me is not going to change anything or do anything. It's just going to make me more mad. And like, so she just like was talking to the cop, just like very level headed. And like, obviously we talked about it after and like, I got like the whole lesson talk, but like during that time, like it's not that she came in blazing. But when the cop passed me the papers, and this is the Scorpio in me. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I don't even want to know. I can't believe I'm even saying this. I looked at them, and I was like, I don't deserve this. <laughs> and I threw them on the ground. I could have been arrested. Call that, That's a- privilege. That's Imagine. I threw them on the ground. Yeah. That would Such never a go that way for so many people. Also, yeah. that's just like wild teenager energy. Like, that's a wild teenager energy story where you're like, you just going off you know yeah I was just like I know a lot of my friends got tickets for like a little bit of speeding like 10 over like whatever it is and they basically were just like it's like my first time like sorry like can you let this slide and they did like a lot of the cops so I was like why can't you do this for me like I'm so sorry like I was like so apologetic at the beginning like I actually had no idea that I was going that fast or like meant to go that fast I explained the cop the story but they didn't care Obviously, as they shouldn't, like, don't Wild. care. He was like, the, his biggest concern was that deers crossed that, that way. And like me and my little Ford could have got smashed yeah. by a deer, right? And I was like, yeah. And now I reflect. So yeah, I'm like, of course. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure even a year later or oh, like yeah, five not days now. later, you were like, we'll do a grudge till I'm 29. <laughs> no, like now I do reflect and I'm like, whoa. I don't yeah. even know if I've told you this full story. I've heard bits and pieces of it. Did I tell you about the throwing the paper? Or yeah, was I t- yeah, oh, I did? Yeah, okay, I didn't yeah. know if I was too embarrassed. I knew that. I'd tell you everything though. <laughs> but yeah, so then obviously I had to go to court. And like I said, this one guy that went to school with me, he just got a charge for racing as well. And he hired a lawyer, paralegals, and like did all this stuff to get the ticket dropped. And he got it completely dropped. And I was like, how did you do that? So this is where my picking up shifts at McDonald's went is because I had to hire professionals to get me out of the situation. Turns out my cop was really good and knew how to do his job very good. So he didn't mess up on any paperwork or anything. So we got it to 49 over, which is now considered speeding. Anything over 50 is stunt driving and then anything 
16 over ever 18 over is racing. I have to say, I applaud you for getting yourself out of that situation. Well, hilarious. You got yourself in it, but really good of you to hustle to get yourself out of it. And I mean, you had to. Yeah, it was really but, funny. But you didn't have to actually. I got a messenger. I got a messenger from Timothy or Travis, whoever I named him um after and they're like I'll pay for your gas and I was like <laughs> that's gonna do nothing right now <laughs> absolutely nothing I can't even drive yeah like that's doing nothing it's a big hit at that age oh yeah oh my gosh but let me tell you that McDonald's paycheck whew, I got I've never seen a paycheck like that at McDonald's in my life ever since that day of just picking up a billion shifts I think they had to tell me I couldn't work because I would go into overtime and they were paying me much. extra and mm-hmm. they were like no 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 McDonald's eh yeah how it, long did you work there five years five years? years high school yeah wow grade nine to grade 12 I did not know that all me all my friends and I like just it was so fun I yeah. loved it I loved every second of it but yeah that's my biggest confession that I don't tell people unless I meet you in real life and we're like really vibing and we're talking about things talking about tickets <laughs> or you drive with me and you're like can you hurry it up but I'm like no and they just keep pressing at me and I tell them why and I think like that moral of that story is I did learn my lesson a lot from that and it sucks that it took that to teach me it yeah but it did and I have not got pulled over since or anything like that the accident was not my fault well it was my fault technically because what what do you mean what accident remember I said I rear-ended someone um well, I said her, but it was very wrong. But obviously I talked about that. So I'm not going to, that's not my biggest confession, but that's also something. This is the same car. I just love this car, but it's gone now because of this. <laughs> but I'll just, long story short. So going on a dog walk with my friend, our three dogs, and I'm going down Ann Street, which is literally a hill. And it was a, all of a sudden snowstorm, like wild. Going down, obviously I hit ice, hit snow, couldn't stop. I was like pumping my brakes, everything they tell you to do. And then I even like honked the horn and like waved my hand. Like I was, I was sliding for like a good 40 meters. Wave my hand at the window, like tell the person like, can you just move to the next lane? They obviously didn't or didn't like comprehend what's going on. Obviously they're driving and I rear ended them. Boom. That was the end of my little car. I know I did drive her home and then she stopped working. Yeah, you Don't. talk a lot about Ronda the Honda. Or no, no. Ford. Betty. What's the name? Betsy. Betty. Betty. The Ford. Betty the Ford. Yeah. So, you know, that first story, though, none of that. I just feels like a very on-brand story for you. Like, just like wild times. Everything I've heard about you growing up, your childhood, <laughs> everything, everything about you is like wild, wild. Even like the smallest detail, like anything that you were like building as a kid playing doing like running around your neighborhood the other day we were talking about pool jumping pool hopping pool hopping you don't know what that is no jasmine asked me if i knew what pool hopping was and i was like well the neighborhood i grew up we didn't have no one had a pool (laughs) 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 unless you were hopping in people's kiddie pools (laughs) but that sounds like fun that's something like i would want to do now it's really fun if you know how to hop fences also we don't Full disclosure, none of this behavior is supported. It's terrible behavior. We are just reminiscing in the wild days. So yeah, tell us what is pool jumping? (laughs) Because a lot of people probably have no idea. I mean, you can probably guess, but... Mm, If you're a wild child in the (laughs) wild child group, you might know. (laughs) 
but we were in LA and we just like saw all these pools and I was like I would love to go pool jumping again and Crystal's like what is pool jumping and I was like I used to do it as a kid but it was bad because I didn't know how to hop fences so pool jumping is when you go into a neighborhood hopefully they have a lot of pools or you get kind of bored (laughs) or you do a lot of exercise for nothing and you hop people's fences jump in their pool hop the next fence jump in their pool and can you you imagine yes it's quite fun (laughs) and you do as many pools as you possibly can however some people decide to make their fences all bougie and high and wood and that's where it gets tricky for me is because I am the worst at hopping fences so here I am, nine years old, hopping this fence. Obviously, my sweater caught. I'm hanging there. I'm a little fry bean, string bean, whatever it's called. You're a freaking rascal. That too. And the person just comes up to me and was like, gotcha. <laughs> and I was just like, you did. <laughs> and I just couldn't stop laughing. So I don't think they really laughed at me. Or I don't think they really were that mad. They started laughing at me. We just started laughing and like not speaking words. But they told me to never do it again. Okay, while we're on this topic and for pure entertainment, tell us like three of your top memories as a wild child that stick out to you from growing up on that dead end road where you were just I can't a child in the wild. I can't. Can you just tell me three of your favorite memories or like they all include nudity? Can you skip past those ones or leave the nudity out? I ran up my street. It's not as fun. But in all reality, I just feel like every story is like lightning struck the house and then like, oh, yeah. and then that like, happened. But nudity was happening before that. We would play a game like who can run longer naked in the neighborhood. <laughs> Growing up in Jasmine's neighborhood would have been different. Oh my gosh. You're so young. We're like five or six or seven. And we just run. And then obviously we do it when it was raining. I don't know why. It was just more fun. And you had this little pack though. Like you had this group of friends that you would do it with. Yeah. The demons. And then um, my brother and his friend, they had to go shower after because we were just like covered in mud from running in the rain and streaking and blah, blah, blah. So they were in the shower and then lightning struck the house while they were in the shower. It went into the clothesline lit up the entire thing they like squealed they're like "Ah!" (laughs) just like I don't know duck for cover it's a really good story but it is funny maybe it is maybe it's just so normal to me it just like these are the types of stories that I was being told when I met you and they just never ended like there was always more stories and more sides to everything and I just describe it as pure chaos and I I love that chaos I love that side of you that is like that still exists that's very much still exists like there's so much about what we do out here where you're just like this wild version of yourself or especially my when my brother comes and we just become nine years old again and yeah, we literally. just do like stunts and you do the same thing you used to do but now except you're not running naked down the street <laughs> but we leave that out but yeah but we'll just like do anything we'll make like a jump and try to hit it with the one wheel or we'll do like donuts with the atv and try to catch like, around the cabin frisbee <laughs> so dumb yeah. but so fun that's something people just may not know about you yet but now they know now they know yeah i guess all this is confessions eh? every single thing i was a very wild child but I had fun. But I was always like nice doing the things. Like I would never like, you know, mean doing it. Like for instance, when the guy caught me like hopping his fence, I just laughed, you know? I didn't like try to fight him or run away. I just like sat there laughing, hanging. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I owned it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not encouraging any of this behavior. I'm I said en- that. I'm encouraging having fun though. Have fun. 
I like that. There's a lot more, but we'll have to save that for another episode. Because I think it's time for your confession now. <laughs> I'm actually sweating. <laughs> Why? I just like hate talking about it. And I don't, I don't tell people purposely because people judge you. You also don't have to. Like this is a safe space. No, I want to. I'm fully comfortable. Do whatever you I, want I actually though. am comfortable talking about it now. And I'm, I think the reason why I'm so comfortable talking about it now is because I've gotten to such a place in my life where I'm genuinely proud of every aspect of my life. I'm proud of who I am, who I surround myself with. So it's easy my to job, talk about. My life, like I love my life. So I'm not, I'm at a point now where like, I don't feel like I need to justify anything anymore. You're not trying to figure it out anymore. Like people yeah. now realize why you chose the path you chose yeah. and they- And it was different. Where before they were like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Why aren't mm -hmm. you doing X, Y, and Z? Long story short, I don't have my high school diploma. And this is the hardest thing for me to talk about. Who wants to tell someone that? <laughs> I never went to college or university. I never... Well, obviously, if you didn't get your high school. I no, think some people like will go... You can do it. You can do something. Like I was going to oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, when you you're can do, age. Like at some age, you can... If you want to go to... You, oh, yeah, because you were going to, weren't you? Yeah, I was going to go to school. I just was never ready. I was never ready to go to post-secondary, <laughs> let alone... High school was just like hard. I really did not do well in that setting. And I know so many people will get that. I know yeah. so many people don't learn the same way. Well, the curriculum is dog trash for a lack of a better word. Yeah, it's fit for some. And I can say that because I taught it. It's, it's not, it's fit for like two out of 30 kids, by the way. Mm -hmm. So just was not my place to learn. Um, I guess that kind of brings me to like, I also didn't attend a lot. I was a little bit of a wild child <laughs> myself in my teen years. Can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. How many credits are you short? That's the super funny part. It's actually 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5 credits and short, I everyone. What's funny is... Do you regret it? Grade... I don't. I don't. Perfect. Yeah, I don't. Grade 9 and 10 and like half of 11. I fell into this like, I don't want to be here. I'm not like, I'm just not enjoying learning what I'm learning. I also have to say school's amazing. And there were a few times that I excelled, for example, geography, geography, indigenous studies, environmental science, um, travel and tourism, everything else. <laughs> no, I didn't want to do it. Like I just didn't enjoy it. And I know that's not the answer. You didn't want to do it. You don't go like, don't do that. That's not a good thing to do. <laughs> But that's what I did. And I think it just had a lot to do with like me also rebelling and like what I was doing at that age. A lot of people finish high school and they go off into college and university and make friends and start partying. I did that earlier in my life, you know, grade eight, grade nine. <laughs> I was a young bloomer in that, in that, that area. She's from the North and if Barry, they're all early bloomers over there. <laughs> that's what they say, I guess. Sorry, that's judging. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. Like yeah. a lot of, it was... Yeah, like I was was, just different. wasn't hanging out by myself. I was with my friends. You were um, pool hopping. Yeah. Laughing. I wasn't playing sports. They keep you out of trouble. That's what they say. Jasmine well, was a sporty gal. You have no other time in life. Yeah. So. So yeah, long story short, I spent a lot of time not at school. And then by the time grade 11 came around, I was like, whoa, 
I have no credits. So I no credits. Well, not no, but like close to none. Okay. Like well, not none, but like I didn't have many. Not what you should have. No, by grade not, 11. A, not at all. And so at that point I was like, I need to catch up. So then I was doing like overtime. I was like doing summer school. I was doing extra credits after school. I ended up going to like, like extra, extra credits, like at the college, like yeah. doing like other, other courses to hustle. And, and then by the time graduation came around, I was short 0.5 and I just never did it. I walked away and I said, I'm gonna go travel. And I just never, never looked back. And for so long, I hated talking about that because it stuck with me for a few years after because people were still talking about that. Now it's been like, what, 15 years or something? Close. So no one talks about that anymore. It doesn't come up in conversation. Maybe that's why it doesn't bother me as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But right, the years right after, it just felt so current. Like people were like- Yeah, well also like it was current because people were still in school, right? Yeah. Like I was, you didn't tell me for like a very long time in our relationship, I want to say, because I was going to post-secondary. Yeah. Like I was he, in university and you were like, you didn't want to say it. You know what's funny? There's probably a lot of people in my life that probably think I have my high school. <laughs> And if they're listening to this podcast, they now know I actually don't. I have some questions. Do you think you didn't like school only because of what you're being taught or like peers there or like what was the whole situation at school? Both. For sure, both. Both sucked for me. Mm -hmm. Because I remember you talking about how you were very quiet teen mm-hmm. kid everything so quiet like mute people actually message us at new crystal <laughs> <laughs> just being like i can't believe that's you on youtube like i can't believe that you like you found yourself it's weird it's the opposite <laughs> of what i was i was so yeah. quiet i was always in my shell i could never i never felt like i had the space to do it and by the time i actually did i was surrounded by people who weren't nice so then i yeah. went back in yeah and then at one point I remember you talking about this, that you really wanted to like learn what was going on. I think it was math class and the kids were just so destructive and the teacher had no control and Crystal walked out. You just walked out. Yeah. By the time I became interested, I had very little patience for like, destructive I feel kids. like I was a very mature child. I was the, t- you would have hated me. In I would have hated you. Like literally, I like, I think about that. It's so funny to think. About. I know. I know. Cause by the time I actually like got into it, the classroom was sometimes so disruptive that it was like, now I'm just wa- actually wasting my time being here. When you could be like looking on Google about places to go and au pairs, play, you know what I mean? Like you could have been spending your time doing other things that like you yeah. knew what was in your future. Like when I met you, I asked like, what do you want to do? Stupid question. No, I like that question. What do you do is a terrible question. Never ask that. Especially when you're at a party. Never ask them what they do in life, please. One ask, time. <laughs> ask them what makes them happy. Like, it's my pet peeve. One time we were at a concert, like a festival. We're, a festival. And someone walked up to Jasmine, like this a, new, guy. a new friend, and they were like, I, I like full, for, to preface, like everyone's just having such a great time. Music, dancing, and someone's costumes. Like, dun, dun, like what do you do for a living? And Jocelyn was like, can't you just ask me what makes me happy? I was like, and you should never ask anyone else that again going forward. And I just like turned around. I was like, this is, go away. It's an okay question. It's just like not the best conversation starter. It's also not very inclusive either. Mm-hmm. Like what if someone I just lost their que- job? I like that you said that. Cause I actually, that was the question I hated was like, what are you, what are you doing? And it was like, sometimes that was hard to describe because like, I wasn't going to be like, I'm a, traveler like yeah like maybe once you like get to know that person a little bit more like you can ask them but like your first question come on brah brah 
Like, get with it. Oh, it makes me so mad. And I think it makes me so mad to this day just because of that night. It shouldn't make me that mad anymore. But just ask me a question before you ask me that question, please. Oh, I guess I can also say while we're on this topic, just to pull this in, I'm not going to talk a lot about it right now and probably not ever very much, but I also hated high school because people were like just vicious. They were like really mean. Teenagers are wild. Mm -hmm. They're like animals. And it just like is a whirlwind of a lot of things. Hated that time. Yeah, because you're very mature. So like your consciousness is just like way up here compared to everyone else. It's like I'm talking about myself here, but it took me a lot longer to like learn these things. And you just were so woke, as people say nowadays. That it was hard for you to be in a setting like that. Mm. To be honest, you probably, if we want to label, hate labels, but like, I mean, labels serve a good purpose, but like gifted in a sense. Does that make sense? That the work was, because you got the work. Like you're better at math than me. Do you know what I mean? And like, mm. one, remember I, I was going through that math, like you could answer the questions, do them all, f- all perfect. You just like the atmosphere. I guess if I had taken the time to learn it, I could have. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You're one of the smartest people I know. Like when we talk about things, like you knew every single thing about the whole world, I feel like. That's really cute. Yeah, but like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just mean like, you're very educated on a lot of topics that you're passionate about. And I think that's like the number one thing is to find that passion and then dive in. Yeah. Right? And when you find, like, so anything that you're passionate about, I feel like you're, like you teach me things every day. Do you know what I mean? You teach me things every day too. (laughs) I also think now more than ever, the stigma is still there and the judgment, but I feel like it's, is diminishing more because I remember you telling, was it Colin? He was like, yo, that's sick, man. Look what you've created. Like you've just, you went after what made you happy and like, look what you did. And I think I can say the same thing about you 100% because I went to three different universities and one college because I had no idea what I wanted to do except for play basketball. So I just followed the ball. And am I using any of those degrees? No, I just had a lot of debt from school. Luckily, I've paid it off. Aside from your debt, I think it's so cool that you just went after the sports that you loved so much. This is not about me. This is about you. Yeah, I know. Perfect. No, no, just no. Saying. You just hate talking about yourself. So no, I no. find this very big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the awkward yawn. It's good. <laughs> the awkward laugh. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're going to say, but besides the point, it's su- I think it's super big of you that you didn't know what you wanted to do. And I didn't force you, myself into it. And you didn't let others to force you that into was hard. it. Because sorry. I remember so many guidance counselors, you'd walk in there, you need to take your university credits, you need to do this. They drilled it in our heads, by the way. Like drilled it in our heads. I don't know how you got that out of your head. Because I, the only reason I went is because of the teachers that I would, and my mom would never put the pressure on me. My mom said, don't go if you're not ready. Mm -hmm. Like my mom was so good. But society. Okay. So how the heck did you do it? That's my question. I love that you say that because this was the hardest part about it all while I was dealing with it. And the years after is that like everyone around me, every friend or like family member, every teacher, every guidance counselor, everyone I talked to all the time, it was like always about that. And I like, I get it. I was in high school. Of course we're talking about that. But I mean, it it just wasn't in my cards and I knew it. Like I just, I knew I wasn't following the traditional path. I knew I didn't want to do that. And I didn't want to waste my life doing it because I 
genuinely knew in my heart I didn't want it. It's like when you truly know something and you feel something, you're no one knows better than you. And Mm -hmm. I just, at that time, I just kept telling myself that no matter how hard it was to get it through to people and no matter what people wanted for me, I kept reminding myself what I wanted. And I just wanted to get to the age and that I had the freedom and the ability to go and see the world. And I had no intentions of spending the next three to five years studying something I wasn't a hundred percent passionate about. That's what it was. And like in my heart, I was incredibly passionate about meeting new faces in new countries and being uncomfortable in a culture and experience. That's what I wanted for my life. Okay. So you've broke against the grain. What did you do after? After high school. Yes. After high school. And that's where most people go to university or college or whatever you want to call it, what, what drove you? Like, what did Mm -hmm. you do? So my first move as soon as I could was to go anywhere. (laughs) I had a little bit of money. And so I decided to go to Spain for three months and be a nanny with a family who spoke no English and I spoke no Spanish. (laughs) So three months in and I picked up the language somewhat and give yourself more credit, please. No, at the time, I'm talking at the time, like three months was not enough, but I I had some foundation there. Um, That's how I learned how to speak Spanish now was by putting myself in that situation. I learned more in that three months of another language than I ever learned in my school years. It was an amazing experience. And from that, I, I knew, I knew in that moment, my life will never look the same and it will only feel like this because it just felt so good. And my biggest dream, I like, I knew when I was 17, if I don't go to Brazil, I will die unhappy. So that was like my only goal from then on forward. So what do you think Crystal did everyone? Went to Brazil. It took me a few months to save some money, but Where I Where were you working? I was working at Tim Hortons for five years. I worked as, what did I do? I, I pretty much just worked at Tim Hortons at that age. Didn't you work at A&Ub's? I worked the night shift there once when I came home from a trip. Yeah. To save up money. Like midnights I was working. I got home. I was like, I need a job right now. Who's hiring right now. That night went to work at AW. literally the night shift. You were there all night. What, like what time does it start? I don't even remember anymore. It was like 11 to six or something in the morning. Never worked nights. I'm not sure. And it, I would make the onion rings in the back. And by the way, NW onion rings are actually handmade. If you don't know, they take the rings and dip them. And that's why they're so good. So if you're wondering, and if your batter falls off your onion, it's because they forgot to take some of the peel. Yeah. I've learned from the A&W queen herself. You know, I did that once (laughs) at three in the morning to get me to Brazil. And that was the Brazil baby. Yeah. How was it? Rio de Janeiro. Oh, it was amazing. It was the best time of my life. It was like, I had just immersed myself in the most, one of the most beautiful countries in the entire world. It was my dream. Didn't you go to that festival as well? Yeah, I went to Carnival. It was like, it was the full Brazilian experience. Like I loved every freaking second. I can't wait to go back there. I want to bring you there. I I can't wait. I so badly want to go there. It's just an amazing, vibrant, beautiful country. The people are amazing. Will we be going to the beach you almost drowned at? No. You want to get into that? No, I just want to see where it almost happened. (laughs) Oh, I I mean, yeah, that was on one of the main beaches. I almost drowned in Brazil, but luckily I made it. (laughs) In the flash. Yeah. So that's my story of me not graduating high school that I hate sharing, but now I feel more comfortable sharing it than ever before because I am so confident and happy with this, with the decisions I made in my life and I stand behind them and I'm not 
advocating that anyone drop out of school or not go to school. I think it's amazing. And I think that if you're driven to do something specific in a specific career or, you know, you know that this is your path and you want to be a doctor or whatever it is, that is so amazing. But in my circumstance, I knew it wasn't right. wasn't for me. What she's trying to say is follow your heart. Yes. No matter what, because yeah. no amount of money in the world is going to make you happy. Doing something you love is going to make you happy. Exactly. Hope we taught all you a lesson. Do not speed at all. And not even 10 over. Probably go to school. But if there's a chance that <laughs> deep in your heart, you don't want to. I think it's okay. You'll yeah, figure it out. Exactly. You'll always figure it out. I'm not talking about high school or I'm, I'm just saying like, if you don't, if you, how about this? If you don't want to follow the traditional path and you choose to do something else, at least I'm going to support you. <laughs> Crystal's gotcha. So will I. <laughs> follow your heart for sure. You never know where it will lead you. Good chats. Great chats. <laughs> do you feel lighter? I do. It's cool to talk about it. Yeah. It yeah. is nice. I think it will allow other people to realize that if they aren't going with society, how society says to live, it will make them a little bit more comfortable with their decision. Yeah. And knowing that we all support them with whatever they do, because you'll always figure it out. School's going nowhere. Also in general, be easy on yourself. Good message. It all comes together one day. I mean, even if you impound your vehicle one day. (laughs) Here I am. Be easy on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) No, but real talk. Do not speed. (laughs) Drive like grandma. Okay. We love you, Pac. See you next Wednesday. Ciao.